Yo, guys, what's going on, man? Uh, listen, today we have a good show, very good show. Uh, I have my good friend Eric Allen on. Uh, Eric, he's got a lot of shit going on, man. He has a crazy schedule <laughs> that he lives by. I'm trying to get on his level with the schedule. Um, but this dude, his desire to succeed is greater than his desire to sleep. And I resonate with that so much. So that's why I'm saying that I'm trying to get to his his kind of like the schedule that he has. Right. I'm trying to get to that kind of level that he's got going on. Oh, he's got actually two podcasts. Uh, one called the Top Rated MMA Show and the other one called the Eric Allen Show. Uh, go check them out on iTunes. Um, you will not be disappointed. But um, yeah, like and and aside from that, he has a full time job, so he's definitely has a lot of shit going on. And uh, somebody that that I, you know, after interviewing him and being on on his show, um, you know, I, I like how I said it with the scheduling. Like I'm trying to get to that level where where you just like dedicated and just focused on on your craft, right? So. I have trouble trouble doing that, like focusing and stuff. So I'm trying to get to the level where Eric's Eric's at with that. So uh, you you'll definitely want to tune into this and uh, you know just check out what he's got going on, especially like with his morning routine and his schedule. guys so before we get into the show i wanted to say real quick if you find value in this show or any other show or this episode or any other episode just be sure to to share it share the, the this podcast show with your friends or, or share it on your so, on your social media uh, if you send it to somebody let them know why you send it to them and what you think they'll get out of it don't just send it to them and don't say anything um but yeah go ahead and and also if if you enjoyed it leave a a review and a and a rating five stars preferably please and that way more people can can discover this show and benefit from it also go over to facebook and join our facebook group called the breakthrough society movement um that's where we help each other break through to the next level of our lives whatever it is that you want to break through right whether it's um fitness business um fuck sports uh mindset you know shit like that pretty much anything um but just go over there facebook.com slash breakthrough society or breakthrough society movement one of those two or just go to the search bar and just type in breakthrough society movement and it'll be the only uh group that pops up and go ahead and request to join and welcome to the fam with that being said here's the show what's going on guys welcome back to the breakthrough society podcast i'm your host Irvin, and i'm here with my friend eric allen on the show what's going on eric hey man i'm doing awesome thank you so much for the opportunity to come on man it's such an honor dude for sure man i know we recorded last month on your show so you know yeah. i had to get you on mine <laughs> yeah yeah Awesome. So, um, first question I always ask my guests is just tell the audience who's Eric and what do you do? 
Yeah, my name is Eric Allen. EricAllenMedia.com is the website, but uh, I do two podcasts, the Top Rated MMA Show, where I'm asking, uh, you know, up and coming uh, MMA fighters from around the world on there, and I kind of help them get known and noticed online. And then my other show is, it's now the Eric Allen Show. It was the Bearded Biz Show up until this week. We just changed the name, but it's where I talk with entrepreneurs, world changers, and success-minded people. And been blessed to speak to some amazing people from Ed Mylett to, you know, Tim Story, Ryan Stuman, Bradley, Bedros Cooley, and all those guys. And uh, then I work full time, and I'm uh, married to my awesome, beautiful wife of 16 years, and have two amazing kids, man. And and yeah, keeps me busy. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You got some uh, heavy hitters on your show for sure. <laughs> I love it, love yeah. it, man. Yeah, yeah. How did you go about uh, getting them on the show? So it's funny because when I started, I was like, how am I going to get these guys on the show? Like, I think Sean Whalen was probably like guest number six on my show. And, you know, I, the way that I got him was I sent him an email message on, on Instagram or just a direct message on Instagram. But really, since I did that, it was very early on that I switched over. Like I don't send text templated email or messages to anybody anymore. If I want somebody to come on my show, I pull out my phone and I do a 30 second video. That's it. And it's just like, hey, Ed, what's going on? I know that uh, you live out here in Coeur d'Alene and your awesome book is amazing. It changed my life, man. I know that would make a huge impact on people out there. We'd love to have you on my show. Let's connect. 30 seconds. And I zip it over to him. And nine out of 10 times, man, I'm having people respond back. That's how I got Bedros, Bradley, Ryan Stuman. Everybody responds back, man. That's awesome. I guess guess if they see that they got a video, you know, that's different, right? Right. I would assume that's different than, you know, people just, you know, sending a text, yeah. like what everybody does. So, yeah, I yeah, get so it. You stand out from the crowd. It. Yep, totally, man. You got to do something different, especially those guys who yeah. are always getting pulled in different directions or, you know, I'm sure they get tons of requests to get on podcast. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. And I've I've gotten like the these, uh, you know, these random people that follow me on Instagram and, you know, they just send me one of the saved fucking messages that they have for everybody. Yeah, he's yeah, like, totally. "What's going on, bro?" Like, you know, I came across your profile. It's like, nah, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and and then when you buy like when you buy products like com- uh, from companies like First Form, where like the guys that are packaging it, you know, they take a little selfie and they're like, "Hey, Irving, what's going on, bro?" You know, I'm just here, man, and they show you the box. I'm just here packing you, packaging your stuff, and you know, like they they send you like two videos, and I'm just like, "Oh shit, hell yeah, <laughs> dude, that's amazing!" I didn't know they did that. That's so funny. Yeah, do you buy this stuff? I've never bought first form, man. A little bit out of my price, my my price range, <laughs> but uh, at least for right oh, now. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, it's I heard it's just amazing stuff, man. Yeah, it is. I mean, I take like the the, the pre workout right here. I take it every morning to wake up. But Sweet. yeah, like I became yeah I became friends with one of the with one of the guys because uh, he started messaging me like that. So you know, every once in a while we'll chat. You know, and every time he comes across my order, which is rare because the company's huge. Yeah. Um, He'll just be like, hey, here, bro, I'm packaging your stuff. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> like, dude, so that's awesome. awesome. Man. Yeah, dude, I've never heard of me. doing that. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, uh, yeah, like, for you, to do, so for you to do that, too, like, you know, the personalized message that goes a long ways, man, for sure. So, um, yeah, can you tell me a little bit about your podcast? Like, why did, why did you, uh, why do you have two? <laughs> yeah, that's a great <laughs> question. Instead man. of one. So, I started Top Ready in May in 2012. It was just an apparel company. That's oh. how we started, right? So we made a lot of big business mistakes. We bought a ton of inventory that we didn't sell, right? But my wife's the genius who came up with the name of Top Rated May. And this was like back in the day of Tap Out. Like it was 2012 when we launched this thing. Okay. 
And so we wanted to do something different. So my wife's like, why don't we make it 100% American made? And still to this day, we are 100% American made apparel. Um, I actually have my own press now. So I press my own shirts. I have my hat press. I do everything at home now. But when we first started, it was like, we're just buying this. And it was super expensive and, you know, didn't sell a ton. But we started in 2012 out in Seattle area. Our first event, we hired a UFC fighter. We sponsored him, paid him 500 bucks to come stand at our booth and do photos and wear our gear, right? And so everyone's like, who the heck is Top Rated Man? Why do they have UFC fighters already wearing their gear and stuff, yeah. right? You know, <laughs> So it came out big. And then we started getting calls from the UFC like management team. Like, hey, do you want to sponsor Jeremy Stevens and all these guys? I'm like, well, how much do you want for it? They're like, well, $10,000. I'm like, dude, I started this company with five, <laughs> right? Like, there's no way, man. And so I, you know, we tried to do like different events out in the Seattle area where I'd have a booth and I'd try to sell shirts and stuff. And then I got bored with it. It was around 2015. I literally put a Craigslist ad out and said, who wants to buy this company? Like top rated. I didn't say the name, but I just said, I have this wow. company, MMA company. I'm like, I'm tired of it. Like you can buy the brand, the logo, the the Twitter followers, everything. And, and it's all yours. And I had one guy call me and he's like, dude, I'll buy that company for you or from you. And I was in that call. I literally had this flip, man. And I was like, dude, no way. I'm not selling it right now. I'm not giving up. <laughs> and so I rebranded, got a brand new website, did a new logo and then we launched the top rated MMA show, the podcast in 2017. And really it was all about like, I want to talk to fighters. Like, why do they want to get punched in the face, man? Why do they want to get in there and do this? And I've always been intrigued by entrepreneurs. So in 2018, came across a guy named Ed Milet online and started listening to his stuff, man. I was like, just blown away. I started like binge watching all of his shows and everything. And that's what really inspired me to start my other show, which used to be called the Bearded Biz Show. Now it's called the Eric Allen Show. But in 2018, Ed Milet issued a challenge on Instagram to his 1 million followers at the time and said, hey, send me a story, a one-minute story of what you're passionate about, what's your business about, what do you want to do with your life? And so I submitted the one-minute video, had no idea what was going to happen, but about two months later, he announced me as the winner. I'm the winner of Ed Milet's Max Out Challenge. And so I got to have a phone call with Ed, supposed to be 20 minutes, we went 30 minutes, and then I was able to record that and release that as part <laughs> of an episode. So episode 12 of my show, I had Ed Milet. So already by episode 12, I had Sean Whalen, like episode six, Ed Milet, episode yeah. 12, and then it's just, you know, steamrolled since. That's awesome, dude, that like you leveraged that time with him. <laughs> yeah, the, totally. Dude. The podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, I, I reached out to his team. I'm like, hey, can I record this? They're like, yeah. So I took bits and pieces out of it because there was some stuff that we talked about more on the personal side, but there were some really good knowledge drops, you know, in there that I was able to pull and then release that as an episode. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's awesome. And um, shit, I had a, oh man, like my fucking thought just went. And, oh yeah, I was going to say, um, yeah, like I got to check it out, dude. That's interesting. Um, see what that what that's all about. Um, and uh, what's what's like the other the other ones more? Uh, the Eric Allen show is more like entrepreneur side. Yeah, so uh, Eric Allen show it's all uh, talking with entrepreneurs, world changers, and success minded people is what I say. So, you know, for me, I am fascinated by with people's stories, and so I've always been fascinated with entrepreneurs as well. So that's what kind of sparked me to start that show. And so I've had everybody okay. on from like, you know, like I said, Bedros Koulian, Bradley, all those guys. But I've also had like interesting entrepreneurs like, uh, you know, or people just, that are out changing the world. Rachel Balkovic was one of the first female hitting coaches in Major League Baseball. I've talked to a guy who's climbed six of seven mountains of the, the tallest mountains in the world. I talked to a 14 year old Whoa. kid that's an entrepreneur in the UK. I think his company's called dog box, dog bark box or something like that. But he was like one of entre um, eBay's top sellers at 14 years old. 
lives on a uh, farm, has no family <laughs> that does entrepreneurship. He literally started selling eggs to neighbors from his farm, and then he bought a Nerf gun that was broken, fixed it, and then sold it. And then he thought, well, dude, I can do this on a big scale. So he would sell like massive toys through his website, and he gets off of school. He has 30 minutes to pack up all of his orders for the day and then ride a half mile to the post office to catch it before it goes out for the <laughs> day, man. And like crazy story. This dude's wow, hustling dude. at 14, man. And I'm like, dude, that guy, I want him on my show. And so I reached out and, and was able to talk to him. And, you know, so I'm all about talking with just like really, really cool people, man. That's legit, dude. <laughs> what, what correlation do you see between like MMA fighters, you know, that you know, the top of the game and uh, entrepreneurs that are also, you know, killing it? Yeah, dude, it, it's funny because I think it goes back to like, I you know, I ask fighters why they want to get punched in the face, but it's the same thing for entrepreneurs. Why do we want to get punched in the face? Hopefully it's yeah. not physically, <laughs> right? But like, like we get all the no's and rejections and all that, man. So that's almost like yeah. kind of a hit in the face, right? <laughs> so like the guys that can break through that, you know, sustain those punches and keep going and get through the no's, get through the failures because we all fail at entrepreneurship, right? Like it's all about mindset. Like how can you get through those things and then continue to fight for your dream and your passions and stuff like that? You know, for me, I want to be a full-time entrepreneur. I'm not quite there yet, but you know, for me, it's just pushing hard. So I see the correlation between the two is definitely if you can sustain those those failures, but then keep going and realize that it's going to get better, and just keep fighting it. And that's where I see that those ties together. I think like the only difference, and you can probably agree to this, is like people don't say I want to I want to be an MMA fighter because they see everything they go through right <laughs> like the punches and all that you know they get their ass kicked yeah and everybody says i want to be an entrepreneur because they don't see all of that totally they don't see the punches <laughs> they don't see the downfalls and <laughs> yeah so yeah dude this like what i was what i was saying to uh one of the other guys that i interviewed earlier is like people want like they want like the business they want you know the entrepreneurship like that lifestyle right but they don't see like the the real difficulty that's in it totally you know like yeah like how you were saying like all the punches all the no's all the rejection and then like all the other like all the things like business related right like the um, managing employees you know having systems and processes you know core values and yeah yeah and then when you when you do that is like like when you find out it's you know you think twice about it <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, it's hard work doing, you know, whatever. Like if you're an entrepreneur, man, it's, it's so tough. And to go full time as an entrepreneur and have employees, like you said, man, that's super tough. And, you know, for me, I wake up at 4am six days a week to work on my podcast and oh. reach out to guests and things like that. And then I'm usually up by about 430 on Sunday. I don't set an alarm, but typically 430 and five, I'm awake on Sundays and then, you know, start working on that. And my whole thing is, look, you know, my desire to be successful is bigger than my desire to sleep. Right. So if I can get up early and I can get that <laughs> stuff done before I go to my regular job and then at five o'clock I can call it quits and call family time, then, you know, that's that's when I have to get up. That's why I have to make it happen. That's why I get up early and, and make that crap happen. So what time do you usually go to sleep? I'm a party animal, dude. I'm usually asleep by 930, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I tell my wife, I'm like, Saturday night is the one night of the week that I, that I'll kind of like try to stretch it a little bit more. Cause I don't set that alarm on Sunday, you know, so I might yeah. make it to 1030, maybe 11 <laughs> some nights, but that's about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> dude, like 4am, that's like the time that I, I don't do it this, this often, but like that's the time that I try to wake up every day, mm -hmm. um, 
so so today i woke up at 405 okay but um um usually like when i was doing 75 hard um last year the end of last year i would set my alarm at 345 you know because all this you know like not wanting to wake up you know kind of deal you know makes you actually get up at four you know so that's that yeah that's when i like i want to start that's that's why I have the pre-workout here on my desk. It's the first thing I do whenever I wake up. <laughs> yeah, nice. Because I know I'm not going to sleep. So, but I also try to go to sleep early, man. But I'm, like, the type that, like, I cannot, it, like, I have trouble falling asleep, man. Do you, like, with everything that you do, because, you know, I try, I try to do, you know, a lot of stuff like you. I'm trying to have, like, that same schedule that you have. Yeah. Uh, like, do you have trouble falling asleep or you know what has helped you like just knock out <laughs> yeah it's interesting uh, i'm actually i don't have problems falling asleep i can pretty much fall asleep anywhere uh, i'm i last about five minutes in any movie doesn't matter what movie it is my wife wants to move <laughs> out in about five minutes um, so yeah. i can typically fall asleep pretty fast <laughs> my problem is though if i wake up to like go pee or wake up or you know for any reason in the middle of the night my kid needs me or something like that right i have a tough time then falling back asleep um, mm. I can usually fall asleep right away mm. initially, but I, I'm a very light sleeper. And so like we have a fan running and if the door swings open past that fan, I wake up to the, the change of air, like literally like I'll wake up and go, what the, you know, but, uh, usually <laughs> I'm, and I'm not a, so yeah, super light sleeper, but if I hit the pillow, I'm out like very quickly, unless I get up in the middle of the night for something. And then it takes me a bit to fall back asleep sometimes. Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm a very heavy sleeper. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. but I'm pretty like weird because like say today like I wake up at you know I woke up at four or five. Yeah. So I I do what I need to do you know read I do my gratitude minutes and uh, whatever you know thing I have to do podcast if I go if I need to go to work you know I I leave like at eight to go work you know start my work day if I don't yeah. then I'm here all day doing you know this kind of stuff. Um, like we were talking about before the recording, like taking all of Wednesday to really, you know, dial in these interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then after work, I try to do more stuff. <laughs> and then I mean, I try to go to sleep by like 10, 11, the latest. Yeah. Do but, someti- but sometimes like I don't go to sleep till like midnight. <laughs> I end up I end up waking up the next day around the same time four. Right. And I can do, and I can just do that like over and over again, dude. And I'm like. I can get like three hours of sleep, but then like comes comes nighttime, like I'm, I'm my head's just spinning, dude. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm big on my Saturday naps. I'll say that, dude. Like, <laughs> like, and I said, like, anytime I take a nap, which I usually like take at least a nap on uh, one time during the weekend, either on Saturday, or Sunday, but I make sure that I don't sleep more than an hour and a half for a nap. So then I can kind of wake up and I'm refreshed. I'm not super tired, but yeah, like there's definitely times on the weekends where I'm like, dude. I just did that whole week and like, I'm tired. I need to take a nap, dude. <laughs> of course I'm old. I'm yeah. 41. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try not to take naps because yeah. I know I'm for sure not going to sleep <laughs> right. all night. So I still, I still have that. I still have that struggle, man. But you know, when, when you have these big goals, right? Like, you know, like you're saying like your desire to, to create something to do something big is is far greater than sleeping yeah. like i feel the same way you know yep yeah and like a lot of people they don't like they say they want to do something big but it's like when they when they don't have that like mindset that you have you know when you said that it's like like do you really want to do something big right yeah <laughs> dude yeah for sure man for sure yeah you feel like it's 
you feel the same way with fighters like that you know where they have like the desire to do something big in, in mma or, or or like fighting you know whatever it is um they kind of have like that same mentality where they just like either have trouble like falling asleep or doing something different aside from you know their main focus which is fighting yeah, I've I, so I've had a, a very wide range of fighters on my show. I've interviewed over 200 fighters globally, and I can tell right away typically on the fighters that I that, ha, that I have on my show that are very serious about taking their fight skills to the next level. And then there's the guys who have no idea and they will talk about it, but they don't do anything about it. Right? I'm big on you know teaching these fighters how to market themselves properly, and so a lot of times I have. My show focuses on amateur fighters. So typically these guys who are up mm. and coming early pro fighters and, you know, sometimes I'll get the bigger guys on there, but I really like to focus on these up and comers. So a lot of them are just trying to figure this thing out. Like, do I want to go and fight for a living? And, you know, some guys turn pro and sometimes they don't, but like I can tell right away their work ethic of where they're at. And and if I have a guy like that on my show that his work ethic is like awesome they're going to the ufc i've already seen several fighters that have been on my show as amateurs that are now fighting in the ufc you know and they fought in you know dana wise contender series and things like that and they've gotten the contract and so you know i i do think that there is a, a certain men mindset for fighters that i talk to they're like look i'm training four times a day or i'm training i'm training in the morning i'm training at night and then I work full time during the day. You know, there's these guys that are just hungry for it. And so, you know, I can always tell that those guys are the ones who are real serious about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Did you ever, I mean, did you ever want to be an MMA fighter growing up? No, I mean, uh, I watched Mike Tyson pay-per-views as a kid. My dad would always get those. And I remember like being in first grade, my cousin and I would walk down to the U the VHS store, man. And we'd rent UFC one and two, and we'd go back and watch it. Right. And we, we'd kind of like play wrestle. Right. And I was a big wrestling fan. Like my dad took me to probably six or seven, like actual WWF or W yeah. When it was called WWF events, like Jake, the snake and British bulldog and all those guys, I've seen them all live. And so like, I was always a fan of like combat sports and wrestling and things like that. Mm -hmm. I think I was a ninja for Halloween for like 15 years straight, but yeah, yeah, I never, <laughs> never actually fought or anything like nice. that. Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, my sisters. I mean, I'm not really into like fighting or watching anything like that. I'm more yeah. like of a soccer guy, right? Like sure. that kind of, that kind of like sports. But I mean, my sisters, they fight. They're boxers. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, one of my sisters is is 12. Right, so she got in. She got in. I mean, what was it? A couple of years back. I don't remember exactly when, but I mean, it was like super young, right? Yeah. Uh, my other sister got in in 2013. She's 19 right now. So what, like seven, seven years, eight years, going to eight years. Um, and I, I mean, I'm pretty sure she's gonna become pro. My dad. I've talked to my dad, yeah, and and she's uh. I think I think she has one more amateur fight before. Uh, one of the one of the promoters in Mexico was talking to him about signing her pro. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what she does with it. <laughs> yeah, that's so good, man. Those, I mean, they're warriors, man, for sure. Like, I much prefer to be on this side of the cage. I, I've been in the cage for photo ops, and that's about it, man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't get past that point. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, like, so I cover a lot of the local events out here. Like, I'll go sit cage side and um, do live results on posting on social media during the night. Like, oh, yeah, this guy won in the mm -hmm. first round and things like that. Okay. 
and I had my buddy come up from Washington uh, to to watch a fight with me one time. He'd never been to live MMA, you know. So we're sitting cage side at this <laughs> event, and he goes, "Am I gonna get blood on me, dude?" I'm like, "No, dude. I've never gotten blood on me." First fight, throws an elbow, breaks the guy's face open right here, and blood okay. splats all <laughs> on the table and on the laptop in front of us. My buddy looks at me like, "What the hell just happened?" Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, god yeah so it was just like it was so funny because the rest of the night man his eyes were just huge like oh my gosh what just happened <laughs> you know <laughs> but i i think i've gotten splatted just a few times but uh you know i see that happen i'm like dude i definitely do want to be in there with that guy you know <laughs> yeah um man he's over here looking at you like oh man like you told me you told me i wasn't gonna get blood on myself totally <laughs> <laughs> first thing that happens blood yep yep so for like these fighters, do you handle like the so like I like their social media, or do you just like promote them somewhere else? So what I typically do is I if I if I find a fighter that's active on Instagram, that's kind of my big thing is like if you're not active on Instagram, I'm not gonna take you on my show. Mm. Um, and so if they are active on Instagram, then and they catch my attention by posting a lot of stuff, then I will typically reach out to them and say, hey, come on the show. And then when I release the show, my shows go out to Facebook. IGTV, they go out to YouTube, they go out to Rumble, they go out mm. to all video formats, or I mean all audio formats as well, so Apple, Spotify, all that fun stuff. And then I'm actually in partnered with a, a company called Fightbook MMA, and their email list, so when I post their blog, their blog has about 30,000 people and their email list is like 28,000 people long. So um, I do post on that, so they get some exposure in that way as well. So it helps me to be able to promote those fighters through that method. And then, of course, it goes on the blog of my website as well. But my big thing is you have to be active on on social media if I'm going to bring you on my show. And whether they share it or not, which most of them do, like I said, they're, the, most of these guys are amateurs, and so they're excited to get their name out. But I've had the guys that, you know, they come on my show, and then they don't share it, which doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> they don't want that exposure, man. Right. Yeah. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And it, dude, it's crazy too, because like there's businesses out there that, that don't use social media <laughs> and right. it's like, they don't want to get, get known out there. And it's like, why dude? Like it's 2021. If you don't hop on the social media trend, yeah, uh, you're going to get left behind. Yep. I agree. I mean, and, and I think clubhouse has, has blown it up for me. I mean, that's how you and I got connected. Right. So like I got on clubhouse right before, um, Christmas, and then like, you know, a week after that, probably the first week of January is when I really started taking Clubhouse seriously. And I was able to connect with some massive names. And, you know, one of my like leader guys that I've always thought was just an awesome businessman. I'll be talking to punk ass Dan Caldwell, who's the founder of Tap Out on my show here in just a couple of weeks, man. So I'm super stoked about nice. that. Was he on Clubhouse? Yeah, dude, that's how we connected. And so he was speaking that's on crazy. a stage in Clubhouse. And he so he him and his wife had, have an awesome podcast called Pretty in the Punk. And it's about entrepreneurs who have kids. And so like, you know, cause he's a dad now and they have three kids and he's like, I can try to be an entrepreneur, but I have kids and they make interruptions and things like that. And so he's just like super down to earth. And I was in a room with him and we were talking about podcasting and stuff like that. And it's funny. Cause I was like, Hey, can we just like teach the people who are new? Like, how do you reach out to guests? And so I was kind of giving some tips and stuff like that. And then Dan Caldwell goes, dude, I follow, you know, uh, Topper May is awesome brand. I think it's awesome that you're doing that. He goes, Eric, you're the OG of podcasting. I'm like, what? He said that to me. Like, you know, like, one of those <laughs> things, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it's clubhouse has opened up so many doors, man. I had a, a call last week with Dr. Greg Reed who wrote the book three feet from gold. 
amazing dude. In fact, I'm actually going to be, I got invited to go to his secret knock event in September, which is an invite only networking event. And, um, after I had him on my show, man, and, and mind blowing, I'm so excited for that, man. So the, just like so many doors are opening just from clubhouse alone. Dude, that's legit, man. Yeah. Like I, I've, I haven't really been, I mean, I'm on there a lot, but I haven't really been, um, like trying to get these guests on my yeah. show, well, which I should, but, um, yeah, dude, Clubhouse is insane. <laughs> it is. The- Absolutely. I mean, I think, so I set a personal goal this year to be a guest on 100 podcasts this year. So thank you for this, uh, being part of that. Yeah, you know, sure. but uh, Clubhouse, since I got on there, like I'm booked right now for 32 podcasts this year already. Wow. And last year I only did 25. Oh, wow. Dude, you're, should, you're going to hit that thing in no time. <laughs> That's the goal, man. <laughs> two, two more months, dude, and, and you'll be there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> dude I, I remember one time we were on uh i was at that podca- podcasting mastermind with zach and oh, yeah. uh, we all decided to hop into clubhouse right yeah so we were like it was nine ten of us so we like zach started a room and we were all there and we just started pinging people um and for like five seconds grant cardone hopped onto the room um because zach you know zach has him as his, as a i think he's follows zach yeah yeah so uh yeah like he pinged him and he hopped he hopped on as a listener i tried to bring him up stage but then he, he left <laughs> i was like oh man yeah but like it's it's insane yeah it's insane how you can how you can just like connect with these kind of people man and it's it's like how i was saying before where it's like if you don't hop on this trend like you're gonna you're gonna get left behind dude yeah <laughs> oh yeah for sure, man. In fact, that's like, so I did a, a public speaking today. It was my second like public speaking mm-hmm. engagement. Last week, I got my first paid speaking gig. And then this week, uh, today was a th- event called RiseX. And it's like a TEDx event, but times, you know, for the entire state of Idaho, it's this thing out here. And so there's about probably, I don't know, 35 people on there. But the reason that I got connected was that through that and got asked to go be the keynote speaker for that today was because of Clubhouse. There's a group called Entrepreneurs of Idaho. I happened to jump in, didn't know anybody. And then we started talking and then they reached out to me last week and like, hey, dude, do you want to speak at this event? And I was like, heck yeah, let's do it, man. <laughs> so, dude, I mean, this clubhouse is, is absolutely like you need it if you're in any sort of business or you have a brand of yourself or anything like that, man. It's an absolute, you have to have it. Yeah, dude, for sure. Um, that, now that you uh, that you touched on the, like, the speaking, I know you have like a goal, right, of, of getting in, was it like 12? Yeah. So I, I want to do 12 speaking engagements this year. And so far they've only, the, both of them have been virtual so far, which I'm totally fine if I'm doing virtual or, or public speaking, that's totally fine either way. But yeah. So, I mean, my goal for this year is I'm going to release 100 episodes of my podcast combined. So that's one every week, or actually twice a week. And then I'll take the week of Christmas off and maybe one other week somewhere in the year. But uh, typically I'll release every single week. Every Friday is the Eric Allen show and every Saturday is the Top of May show. And then I want to be guest on a hundred shows, and then I want to speak from twelve stages. Dude, by the end of the year, you're gonna be known everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, try, man. Yeah, no slowing down, and and I'm not really declining any podcast requests. Um, like if somebody reached yeah, no. out and hey, would you come on my show? Right, I'm like, I don't care if you're talking about dolls, right? Like, let me get on there and I'll spread my name, right? <laughs> you know, like ever since January first of this year. Through mid-April right now, I either have a guest on my show or I'm a guest on a show. So every single day through mid-April right now, I, I'm packed booked with with doing podcasts. Today, I'm doing three, which is odd, but usually I only do one a day. But yeah, today was a thir- three in a day, man. 
Oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's intense like that, man, when you just pack up the day. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and working a full-time job. <laughs> oh, dude. You have so much going on, but it's awesome, bro. See yeah. you hustling. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, how, how, how did you get into the um, like the top five entrepreneurs for Idaho, man? Can you speak a little bit about that? That was that was uh that's pretty awesome, dude. Pretty sweet, man. Yeah, for sure, man. It's such an honor. Last year, I had a friend of mine nominate me, and so you have to go through a nomination process. So, like, if they can nominate you, and then you still have to get votes to kind of get to the final five, and then they take the top five out of that. And so, last year, I got nominated by a friend of mine, and so I was like, "Well, that's cool. Like, I'll try to to see what happens, right?" And so, like, so I was kind of pushing a little bit, but I'm not really like, "Hey, go, 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 go." Like, I'll announce it a couple times and see what happens. And yeah. so last year. Um, they announced the winner. I was not the winner, but I emailed the guy and I'm like, Hey, just out of curiosity, can you tell me where I landed in the top five? And they're like, dude, you're number four. And I was like, Oh man, I was so close. And yeah. so this year, <laughs> I don't know when they started it. They had, um, nomination time, like you had to nominate somebody. Right. And so I happened to check their website and on the 29th of January and they're like, Hey, nomination voting ends on the 31st. So I only had two days to get enough <laughs> nomination votes to get into the top five. So I went on kind of this this spritz of like, all right, hey, go nominate me, nominate not me, and like everybody was doing it, and and you did, and all these people made it. And so I made it to the top five again this year, which is really rad. So two years in a row, I'm in the top five entrepreneurs of North Idaho. Voting for that ends on the 14th, uh, so here just a couple of days, and then uh, they'll announce the winner sometime next week or something like that. So we'll see. I do have some some stiff competition this year for sure. There's there's a couple of new folks on there that weren't on there last year that I'm like that I know who they are. And I'm like, I'm not surprised that they're on there. Yeah. And then I'm like, Oh <laughs> man, how did I end up like in the top five with those guys? You know? <laughs> yeah. But now it's just a matter of fact of, uh, of getting votes just to be that number one. Yep. It totally. Yeah. Dude. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I hope, yeah, man, I, I hope you get it. That'd be like, you can, you can, uh, like leverage that, you know, like, fucking put it everywhere <laughs> yeah on yeah. social media right yeah i mean i'll take it like hey top five i'm, I'm oh, yeah. cool with that too right you know if i can win it even better but if I, I you know i do list it on linkedin and everywhere on my sites man like hey i'm a top five guy in the last two years in a row man so yeah we'll, we'll keep it going we'll, we'll win it one of these years for sure yeah dude yeah why wouldn't you right <laughs> yeah and uh oh i was gonna ask how many how many were there like total total guys um for like the nomination? The, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how many it started. It was at least 20 or so, 25 people at, at, to start with that were all nominated, right? And so then they take the top five, and then that's the final voting for this week right now, yeah. And is there, like, unlimited, um, I guess, people that can get nominated? Or there's, like, a cap? I don't know how many people can be nominated. I just know that they take the final five for the last part of the voting, so that's what we're in right now. Um, I think that there's no limit to the number of people that can be nominated though. Like if you happen to run a business and you wanted to nominate yourself, you can even do that. <laughs> right. You know, like I yeah. want to be in there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. so, yeah, man, we'll see how it goes. And, and, you know, I know last year they did like the winner got to have, um, they did like a winter ceremony or something like that, but they probably won't do this. I mean, I, well, I guess they did that virtually. Right. So, um, yeah. they, they probably won't do it at, at, in person again this year, but out here, like we're kind of like, what's COVID, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have one place out here that requires masks, but probably 95% of the people who live in my area. Don't wear, don't wear a mask. That's awesome. <laughs> Same as Florida. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> they don't even care. Right? Yeah. Dude, like lever- leveraging like that top five, dude, is gonna be big for the like the for the speaking engagements that you're gonna that you're gonna get. Just be like, hey, uh, you know, just p- pitching number, just being on the shows, just sending like these pitches. Just be like, hey, I was a uh, top five for two years in a row for uh, Idaho, the like the top entrepreneurs. And then they'll be looking at it and they'll be like, oh shit, man, hell yeah, come through. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's one thing I need to put together. I have not done yet. I have. I don't have a one sheet yet. Uh, so one of these days I need to put a one sheet together that can, I guess, be a better promotion than just my mouth. But, uh, you know, like, um, like a, have for email. To, yeah, for email, I guess. Or like if I wanted to submit my my staff, you know, or if somebody was asking me like, hey, what do you do? I can submit like a one pager to to them on like, you know, accomplishments and my podcast and stuff like that, I guess. But uh, mm. I've heard from Zach. I think he said that, you know, it's good to have a one page thing going through his courses and stuff like that. Um, I have not done that yet. I think you can make them on Canva or something like that or pay somebody on Fiverr to do it pretty cheap probably though. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I was going to say that like if you didn't have it, I can I can send you uh, the one that I got from Zach. I mean, it's pretty simple. It's, but like the, I mean, it's like a less than one page. It's like half a page. Oh, nice. But it, yeah, but it's really like, you know, two or three sentences that he listed out there, you know, like for his accomplishments just related to the, like the podcasting or whatever. And what I did is like, I just, deleted those two three lines and i added mine on there you know just saying especially like for the whenever you're trying to like pitch somebody for you to be on like no interview swap yep yeah so so like what what i did or what i'm gonna do or what i had what i'm gonna have my va do tomorrow and friday is uh like send that email that to other podcast hosts that have like similar size podcasts as mine yeah and it's gonna say uh just a little bit about my story is gonna say uh, I started an uh, electrician at 10 years old that turned, uh, I think it says like turned CEO. Like, so that's like one sentence, just talking about yeah. the electrical. And then the other sentence is saying, and I have a, a top rated podcast, you know, because I got, I got ranked. It says top nice. rated, top rated podcast um, on iTunes, Breakthrough Society. And so it's just really like two or three sentences, man. Yep. And, you know, you can just like send that to, you know, whatever. Uh, speaking conferences you know you're trying to get to and it'll help you out for sure yeah absolutely man yeah so i think that's that'll definitely come into play more for the public speaking engagements right that i want to try to get on so yeah it'll it'll be fun once i get that going yeah <laughs> and if, if you have your podcast ranked or if you're gonna if you plan on having it ranked you can just add on there and there's another one yeah, I got Another it ranked um, uh, 133 on the Apple charts for my uh, Beer to Biz show in January. And then nice. um, Topper May, I didn't know this until last month, but I ranked number nine in Albania. Apparently, I got some Albania listeners out there. So thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but same thing, man. Just leveraging that stuff. Yep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Anything I can do, man. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome, bro. So, um, before we wrap up here, man, just tell the listeners where they can find you and find out everything you're doing. Yeah, best place is just ericallenmedia.com. That's my website. You can see the blog. You can see my you know speaking engagements. I've got a store on there where I've got some cool stickers and I do custom laser yes. work and stuff like that and video promo work for brands and stuff like that. But yeah, ericallenmedia.com, that's the main website. And then I'm heavy usage on Instagram. Just Eric G. Allen is my handle there. And if you're on Facebook, it's Eric Allen Media. Uh, that'll get you right to my Facebook page. And so I kind of do, 
you know, different things for each of the platforms. A lot of times it'll be the same where I'm posting the shows, but I do separate things. And so, yeah, definitely check them out. Eric Allen Media, Eric G. Allen on Instagram. Love connecting with new people. So always, always I respond to any comments or DMs or anything like that. So if anybody wants to connect, feel free to shoot me a message. Awesome. And guys, um, I follow him on IG for sure. And his content is fire. So I highly suggest you follow that Instagram for sure. I, I just came across reels, man. And I, so I, I'm having yeah. fun with that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try not to embarrass myself too much, but, uh, yeah, I'm getting those on there, man. You're doing TikTok too. I don't have TikTok. Uh, I just have reels and it was funny because usually my reels, I'll get like 500 or 600 like views and i i don't know what it was like if it was a hashtag that i used or if the song that i used but i did this one the other day where i did a mic drop i don't know if you saw that one um yeah i think i did <laughs> and so i posted that thing and in like five seconds i got a message back from instagram saying your thing has been viewed 1500 times and i was like what <laughs> and like i don't know what happened but also it kind of like it, it kind of flattened out at like around 2500 or 2600 views but like it just went poof, as soon as i like put it on there and i was like what the heck yeah. like some analytic caught it man and just shot it everywhere you know yeah it might have been like the combination of that of uh like the music and and you know what catches somebody's attention within the first like three seconds or so yeah yeah so uh but yeah it's fun i'm having fun doing that for sure yeah it's awesome bro all right man well thanks for taking your time out of your busy day and uh doing the show man appreciate absolutely you. man such an honor dude thank you so much man yeah man for sure have a good day you too